0: Hello, 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 fellow supermom and welcome to another episode of the Special Needs Supermom podcast. Today's topic, picky eaters. Because our special needs kids, especially the autistic ones, can be quite a challenge when it comes to food. So in this episode, I will uh, give you some tips that might help you tackle the problem and make dinner time fun again. Because, oh boy, was our dinner time the most stressful time of the day, seriously to the point that my husband would say, you know, I'd rather come home after dinner because it's, it's the battle and the stress is just no fun, to say the least. And how did it start? You know, when Wonderboy boy was still a little wonder boy, we we didn't know, you know. He had autism or anything. We just saw a child that during daytime was fine with sandwiches and, and, and some fruits. Well, the first time he had banana, he went like, this is disgusting. <laughs> uh, but it was all well until dinner time. And he refused to open his mouth. And when he was able to talk a little, and it took some time, uh, and at that moment, there was this program called uh, The Nanny or Super Nanny or something. I even bought her book. Uh, and Super Nanny, when the kids were naughty in that show, uh, there was something like, I think, The Naughty Met or The Naughty Corner. So you would, you know, the kid had to leave and stand on the doormat or something like that. And we got it to, to the stage that 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 Wonder boy would look at his plate, and he would just say, "Matt," and he would just <laughs> he needed help getting out of his of his of his chair, of course. But he was just like, "Yeah, I I I'd just rather just no, thank you." Uh, and one day we we left him by himself. and We thought maybe that's the trick and as tiny as he was one and a half years old or something i think he threw it in a trash can something like that and this is now all sounds fun and hilarious but believe me it was a nightmare because we were young parents and there were all these guidelines about what your kids should eat and everybody had comments but we had no friends with young kids no family members with young kids so And you know, no matter what, he didn't eat, at least during dinner time. And when at a certain moment, what changed uh, is, well, a combination of things. First of all, the big thing was that my husband said, really, I'm not even looking forward to dinner time anymore, you know, coming home because it's one big nightmare. You know, we were stressful because we were like, he has to eat. And and Wonderboy went like, "Ah," closing his mouth, no matter what we tried. It was just, I hardly ate because I was trying to to force food down the throat of Wonderboy. Because he had to be strong and healthy. And my husband said that and I went like, okay, this is going to stop right now. So that was the first thing. I stopped focusing on Wonder Boy. Uh, I would set the table, gave my my son his plate, and instead of trying to feed stuff, I would just engage with my husband. Not focus on Wonder Boy anymore, Uh, and it was a change for him because (laughs) bad attention, still attention. but there were also other things uh, that we noticed. Because during the day, eating sandwiches or fruit, well, certain types of fruit, was no problem. And then we discovered a pattern. One boy, the first time he, ha- he had banana, he went like, this is swooshy and didn't like it at all. When it had a certain texture, he did eat it. And when it was cold, he also ate it. So one, the boy had no problem eating his dinner when it was cold. And we also at a certain moment noticed that, you know, I would always mash his stuff for him. uh, To make it soft because they say that's good for young kids and it's easier to digest and and we know now, <laughs> even to this day, Wonder Boy hates food that tastes like, yeah, you know, it's all meshed together, all mixed. Uh, the softness, the well, sliminess, not of course, but you know, when it's like mashed potato, he didn't like it at all. Uh, so it was a combination of things. The first thing, the most important thing was we let go didn't focus on him anymore. He was allowed to play with his food. Uh, and we noticed that at some moment he would eat it when it was cold and when our foods were not mixed. So potatoes were potatoes, veggies were veggies and meat or chicken or whatever. Not connected, well, connected, it was clear what was what. So it wasn't meshed together, it made a huge difference. Uh, And it didn't change overnight, of course. But us not paying attention and solely focus uh, on him anymore uh, helped. That we figured out that, you know, we shouldn't mash everything helped. That we realized that he didn't like warm food. That helped. But but what also was... uh, 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 Really useful. Because he got a little bit older. And I remember when I was a kid. uh, I've got two brothers. And I had one brother. (sighs) And he took forever. To finish his plate. Forever. And we all had to wait. Till he finally had everything. You know. Ate everything. It took forever. It took forever. And that memory. I would like. We're not going to sit at the dinner table for an hour because somebody is really slow or really picky or whatever, you know, uh, especially when second, uh, the, uh, our second kid, uh, uh, Supergirl came around the corner. We were like, you know, if there's somebody, somebody really slow, nobody, not everybody has to wait. But I also uh, remember reading in the magazine something about picky eaters. And he said, of course, kids have to get used to a taste. Brussels sprouts? Apparently, that's such a specific taste. You don't learn, you can't learn to appreciate it before the age of, I believe it's 11 or something, or maybe even older. Uh, but you know, you have to get used to some stuff. So at a certain moment, we had the rule that you had to eat the bites of your age. So when one boy was four years old, He at least had to try and eat the bites of his age. So four bites of potato, four bites of veggies, four. And that was done. If he really didn't want to anymore, fine. But there wasn't an alternative. I made one meal. That was it. And in the beginning, especially because when he was, you know, just by himself. It's your first child. You worry about everything. You're constantly seeing those stats. Oh, they should eat this much at that age. And should talk like that. Blah, blah, blah. blah. And should walk at this age. Well, <laughs> that was the big first treasure. Because, you know, uh, most autistic kids, one way or the other. Well, every kid, no matter being autistic or whatever, there's no average kid. They walk slow, talk slow, or walk really fast and talk really quickly and, and whatever. Uh, uh, but I was so fixed because I had no reference. Yeah, my mom. But that was years ago. So and I remember even from her that every with every child, there were different devices and guidelines. So I was just holding on to those guidelines and the Boy didn't fix fit any of them. Until I let go because at the certain moment I realized he loves sandwiches. We're Dutch, bread is really a thing over here. (laughs) So (laughs) we have uh, sandwiches in the morning. That's a regular breakfast. Sandwiches for lunch, regular breakfast. And if we really don't have time to cook or don't want to, sandwiches for dinner. And we have a lot of of different kind of breads like, like in Germany and like you see in Scandinavia. Not sweet, really nice. And thank God for the Amish when we lived in the States. (laughs) Uh, Anyhow, rabbit hole. I realized at a certain moment, he's eating fine during the day. He eats his sandwiches, he eats his fruits. So he's not going to starve. So I was like, I'm not going to offer an alternative because that's something you often see. Well, he didn't want to eat. So I gave him blah, 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 blah wasn't easy. But this was it. You got that. And yeah, he was allowed to eat it when it was cold. Fine by that. But he at least had to try. Uh, And there was no alternative. So it wasn't also like, you know, when he, he, he ate a little bit, he wouldn't or not. And he really refused. There was no dessert. Unfortunately, that was not a trick for for Wonder Boy because he's not really into the, the search. Uh, but we didn't give him a, an alternative. And when he, at a certain moment, realized, "Hmm, I'm not getting a sandwich, even if I'm going and, and throwing a tantrum." And after I think two weeks, he realized that wasn't easy. Oh boy, did mama needed wine. And you know, but we praised him, you know, you have those reward charts or the, the, those charts when they, you know, you're doing potty training. We use that as well for, you know, when he had the bites of his dinner, at least try that. Yay. And he would get a sticker. <laughs> and in this phase, I can highly rem- recommend making a mom reward chart as well, because this is not easy to change. Uh, well, at a certain moment, we were done. We knew something had to change, and it, we just followed through on that, uh, followed up on that. Uh, and he realized quicker, and our kids realize quicker than you think that you can be mani- manipulated or not. Because I remember years ago when I said something, and he one the boy literally said "We never followed through on that self. So. Oh. And it's the same with food. Uh, you know, um, if you have I remember one episode of Special Supermom Super Mom, and it was this kid uh, really trying a fit, refused to eat anything normal and with normal, I mean, sandwiches, uh, uh, yogurt kind of stuff, salads, or just dinner, you know, kids in a kid kind of way. Uh, only bag of chips and with chips, I mean, you know, what they call crisps in England. So <laughs> depending on where you listen, chips, crisps, so no fries or something. I mean, the, the, them that you get in those bags, the crispy bags yeah, and it's the word crisp. I only buy that once a week. It's something for the weekend uh, and the same with candy. I buy some candy, buy it once a week. And if it's gone, it's gone. But there was this mom really, oh, God bless her, really struggling. But the kid would only eat. Bags of chips and something else and refused to refused to and with the nanny you had that secret camera and they, they, they followed it but you could see if the kid refused to eat his mom would give him something uh, an hour after dinner time or something so it was worth the fight because he would get the food and the uh, boy was the same you know if I'm not eating I will get a sandwich No, not anymore. And it really helped for us as well that, you know, when we realized that he liked his food cold. And still to this day, he's not a really, really warm, warm kind of uh, eater. Uh, Maybe because I refused to eat warm food when I was pregnant with him. Just the thought alone made me sick. But all those things combined, you know, if you start having a picky eater there's no easy quick fix uh if you want to have your kids you know eating healthy and and normal having said that our kids are allowed to have one thing they really 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 don't like and they don't have to eat and i will give them an alternative for one boy it's rice based uh, food he really it's the texture he doesn't doesn't like he, he really doesn't so you know for that he can have an alter alternative my husband yeah they get a picky eating from someone right uh it was uh red beets i believe and oh onion onion is a no go oh and red beets and cauliflower really gosh Wonder how they got got the pig eating. So I will have an alternative for that. And Supergirl, yeah, not that difficult. I think not a specific. Goal. Yeah, she doesn't like casseroles and 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 lasagna. Things like, yeah, oven dishes, really. Uh, so they can have something that they. Everybody has something they really don't like to eat, Uh, and that's okay. But, you know, our kids have to, when you're young, you have to learn to drink or eat something. You have to get used to a taste. If you had, you know, breast milk for the first six months, or just, you know, formula for the first so many months, everything new, often, except when it's often, you know, really sweet, takes some time to get used to. Breast milk is really sweet. Uh, The same goes for most formula. That's not a a, a, a neutral flavor at all. All those baby, you know, meals all mushed together in little pots, little cans, that often has this, there's a lot of sugar in them as well. So they get used to everything tasting sweet. And even if you try out food yourself, if you go from breastfeeding uh, or formula to slowly introducing stuff. And most of the time we we introduce things like fruit, also sweet. But then if you have the more starchy kind of flavors, it's difficult. So he's now way better. He will always try. Uh, He still prefers, you know, more cold food. He still loves. Cold pasta and everything. So my tips for you, you know, uh, uh, observe your kids. You know, uh, uh, first of all, let go of the battle because negative attention is attention as well. Uh, so just let them play with the food often structure is really interesting especially around or you know if your kid is autistic uh, they like to examine their food really uh, if you experience you know there are real big struggles keep a journal first let's say two weeks uh, see how they are in the morning with each meal how they are with snacks and if you keep a journal, you can often find a pattern like we did with Wonder Boy and if you really want to stop the picky eating, you know food allergies and everything left aside, you know uh kids won't starve themselves if they refuse to eat anything except crisps, for instance, seriously. It's not easy, but you have to get through that because they know very well how to manipulate you and they know if they just push and push and push, they will get their way. Uh, And like I said, it's not easy, but don't offer an alternative. You know, if they at least tried the amount of bites of their age, that's that's the very least they should do. and then they can have dessert Uh, but no there's no sandwich instead or no uh, pasta instead make one meal if your kid is really sensitive to texture and everything i would advise you to to separate the stuff and don't mix it together or maybe the other way around Uh, that's the good thing if you keep a journal and you try out different dishes and uh see how they respond to mixed food or not mixed food if there's a rich texture or not uh, don't focus on what they eat focus on you know uh, the effort so not the results but at least that they tried It's it, it's small steps or small bites really uh and also a great tip, because at a certain moment we noticed with Wonder Boy when he got a little bit older. Yeah, yeah, I, can I have you he, he would drink two glasses of milk during dinner, but that is calories. Uh, he's using as well to fill himself up. And that's not what we want, of course. Yeah, it's great that he has a glass of milk, but not to the extent that he has less appetite. Uh, Because really, they they need to learn how to eat several things. And uh, getting used to a certain flavor, I heard it takes about six to ten times before you get used to a flavor. And talking adults here. Did you like your first cup of coffee? Did you really like your first glass of beer or wine? Yet that didn't stop us, really. The first few times were awful, but we stick through it. It's kind of the same for our kids. So, I hope these tips help you. If you have a great tip, share them uh, in the comments. uh, um, uh, Reach out on social media. You can find, especially Superman podcast on Instagram, on Facebook. And if you have a a, a question, uh, regarding uh, picky eating but you don't want to do it in public you know you can send a private message or join the private group for special needs mom called special needs super moms you can find it on facebook it's only for moms with special needs kids and it's a safe place where you can ask for advice or share great tips you know what helped you uh, cry laugh and if you need help, you know, uh, tracking your kids' behavior, uh, go to the Etsy store or to the specialneedsupermom.com website. And uh, besides the uh, Special Needs Supermom planner, you'll also find a separate health tracker. The health tracker is in a uh, uh planner, but uh, upon request, I made it available uh, without the planner as well, and it's a great way to track behavior, track uh, uh, routines and everything. And with that, it can help you maybe discover a pattern, see what, and with that, what triggers your kids uh, or not. That's it for now. I hope you loved this episode. If you have a great topic. Please free, feel free to reach out and uh, on social media, and I uh, see, hear you the next time. Bye. This was today's episode of the Special Needs Superman podcast. And your mental glass of wine? If so. Please subscribe, rate and review the show and recommend the podcast to other special needs supermoms you know could use that mental glass of wine as well. Until next time, fellow supermoms. Cheers, Nadine.